all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hello, everybody. I want to talk about something uh, real important. You know my story uh, about me struggling with this condition that's called MDD, the acronym for Melodactyl Daydreaming. I struggled with that since I was a young child. I don't know what age, young child, maybe five and up. I don't know, but I struggled with that. And I often said I wasn't worried about the why, but my concern was more of what was it. And if you remember me saying that through my uh, my previous past shows and my podcast, I want to talk about something, and I believe these two may link together because of what I'm researching and what I know about something else. I'm going to be getting into that. And that's going to be the next few minutes on body of Christ. Real talk. You don't want to miss that. Okay, okay. Welcome back. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Hello, family, men and women of God around the world in Christ. Welcome. Now, as I was saying in the opening of the show, uh, my struggle, I believe I'm 85% or so uh, clean from melodactive daydreaming. Melodactive daydreaming is a condition that you have excessive daydreaming. Now, in order, according to this psychologist, uh, Eli Summers, Eli or Ellie Summers, the one that put the name to the condition, condition, excessive daydreaming is anyone that daydreams at least an hour. I will say an hour. You know, this is the way I look at it because my, my daydreams was very excessive. And you, the daydreams are so long that you you're not out of your body so this is not uh, the condition that's called disassociation or anything like that you know because you are very conscious when you go into these daydreams well anyway i don't have time to get into all that it's just overlapping daydreams that you make up fantasies and you make up your own world and characters and stuff like that i struggled that for the majority of my life over 60 percent of my life i believe now that's a percentage i'm putting on it well anyway and the next few shows I'm going to be talking because it's a few shows because the each uh, show is 15 minutes long that's why it's going to be a couple of shows because I think this is very important and to me anyway um melodactive daydreaming now 
my research of maladaptive daydream is mostly based on what it was. And I found out what a name, I finally have a name to that condition. You hear about ADHD, you hear about what's that other one? Uh, you hear about autism, you hear about uh, neurodivergence, you hear about what's the other OSC, OCD, something like that. But all those acronyms, maladaptive daydreaming, uh, putting a name on that is fairly new. Now, the condition, I don't believe it's new, but I, the name put on it, maladaptive, is new, maladaptive daydreaming, MDD, that many people are suffering with now, mainly a lot of youngsters. And if you if you listen to my last previous podcast about mental health and struggling with MDD, and I was telling you my my upbringing and my struggles through uh, my childhood and through my teen years, how I struggle with this condition. And I believe I'm about 80 percent clean from it now, or, you know, free of it. It doesn't have a burden on me or control over weight over me now. Uh, I never worried about the why. Now, I'm doing. I, I I checked out this sample of this book because I'm a I'm a very critical and I'm very strong against vaccines. Not only the COVID nineteen vaccines, but any type of vaccines. Why? Because I've done my research and, and, and all the research and all the data that I have looked at, looked into. I don't see that why there's any reason that the vaccine should be on the market. And then that's every vaccine. That's a strong stand, and I'm not going to change that. So I I was looking at this. I have several books that I haven't even went through yet. See, I don't need to read the whole books to for me to come to my conclusions. Some people may. I don't need to read the whole books because just reading sections out of these uh, books that's, you know, giving you the data on past vaccines and stuff like that is enough for me to just say, man, this stuff is, this never was no good. And, you know, I don't see why it's still on the market. And that's every vaccine, including the uh, the COVID-19 vaccine that came out a few years ago. Well, anyway, I was looking at the data. I have nine minutes left, so bear with me. I was looking at the data and the nameless book. I forgot the guy's name. I will tell you all later. It's called uh, A Critical Look at Vaccines, something like that. A critical. First time I've ever seen this book. Like I said, I have several books about vaccines. So I'm pretty much educated somewhat on the basics of the dangers of vaccines because there's nothing too much out there that's proven that vaccines helping is good. They are. They don't they don't have they don't show the data because it's not too much data that they can prove. That's also been discovered. That's a red flag, big red flag for me as well. Well, anyway, there's more critical data of the uh, of the effects that vaccine causes more than there is data about it being beneficial. OK, so that's that's been tested. The, 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 the dangers of vaccine has been reported more than the benefits of back vaccine. And usually when it's like that with any type of drug or medicine, they put it off. They put it off the market. But for some reason, vaccines haven't been pulled off. And I know why. It's the money. Kajin, kajin. You know, it's because of the money. And it brings a lot of money to big farm and stuff like that. You know, that's part of the reason, a big part of the reason. Besides those other things I'm not going to get into now. But now, what does it got to do with MDD? When I kept looking at this data, of the different vaccines since vaccines really been pushed and the things and I'm going to read a lot of that to you when I get a chance, not later on down the line. And uh, the things that vaccine has been allegedly caused 
causes of like autism, ADHD, different all kind of things, heart problems. The vaccines has been caused for years. This is nothing new. Problems and children to adults. The reason I say children because it starts out when you're a child. I think we get up to 74. Uh, children get up to 74 vaccines now until they get out of school. They get up to 74 shots, which is a murder, which is ridiculous. But even before then, when they was getting up to 6 or 12 or whatever shots like that, the vaccines, the vaccinated compared to the vex was astronomical. Astronomical far apart. What I mean by that, the ones that got vaccinated was two times, even up to five times uh, possible for them to get autism, ADHD, and all these other issues that a lot of children struggle with now. In other words, they're five times, maybe three times or five times. It depends on the condition to uh, to be diagnosed with autism, ADHD, OSD, different type of other ailments, different type of para- being paralyzed and mental issues, even to the point that uh, slurring in speech and different things like that early, uh, having a hard time catching on and, you know, you know, comprehending things and everything. Remember, I was talking about that with the MDD. You know, where I'm going now. See, a lot of those things has been discovered through data. You know, this is not anecdotal. This is data of this doctor and these researchers done all this. And now these a lot of these discoveries from 1999, 1995 and et cetera and stuff like that. You really got to look at the data it might blow your mind. It doesn't blow mine because I, I knew it was bad. But when this, the way this doctor got it broke down that they, they tried to hide. And a lot of this stuff is, believe it or not, it's from the uh, it's from the data and vias from the CDC and all of them. That they try to hide, but they have to show it. And they know about all this stuff. Now, that tells you all this negativity about vaccines. And this is not even, these is in the 90s. The CDC, FDA, NIH, and the WHO, the World Health Organization, all knew that vaccines were bad. Vaccines was causing or allegedly been caused of these type of mental issues that a lot of kids struggle back then and even to now. Now, all these struggles skyrocketed when the vaccines came out in general. They skyrocketed. So autism, ADHD, paralyzing, remember the polio and stuff like that, uh, paralyzing, slurring in speech, uh, learning disorder, slow learning. See, a few of those things, I had that. See, I couldn't comprehend too well. I couldn't connect to remember I was telling about that in my story. But anyway, what not what this got to do with maladaptive day junior MDD? I believe I could be wrong because I don't know about my shot. I know about my shot workers or whatever like that. But as I looked at that data, I have to say to myself, is there a possibility that the vaccine is one of the reasons that many people even struggle with MDD. The vaccine is mostly the reasons why they struggle with all these other things. You know, far as chickenpox got worse when they started getting the vaccines, the mumps and all that stuff, you know, they didn't mention that, but all those conditions that mostly we call childhood conditions, what they say we needed shots for, they, those conditions got worse and the vaccinated. The chickenpox shots, the mump shots, whatever, every shot they say they give you to stop something, the condition got worse 
or the child wind up with it. Something that's supposed to prevent you from getting something, you wind up with it. Now, this is from since the vaccine's been out. Now, let me give you an example. It's just like when you get fire insurance, okay? What do you get the fire insurance for? To protect you just in case you get a fire. Now, this is what's been happening with the vaccine. You didn't, your house didn't catch on fire until you got the insurance. <laughs> you, you see how this is going? You got life insurance just in case you got sick. But after you got the life insurance, that's when you start getting sick. You see where I'm going. And I'm just using this as an as examples. You know, anyway, you you got you took certain things to prevent you from getting heart problems. But you start getting those same type of heart problems that they say that medicine is supposed to protect you from. You start getting those conditions. You see what I'm saying? This was, that, that goes on with a lot of drugs. Hmm, what's up with that? Now, let's just talk about the vaccines. All these acronyms and these conditions. I'm not, I'm not a doctor, psychologist, or nothing. But this is playing out common sense. When I looked at that data, and I'm going, I'm going to get that book because I want to, I want to give this book, to, even if I have to buy it for parents, for them to educate themselves so they can make their own decision about their children. They can do what they want about themselves, but about their children. This is about my babies. This is about the children, so they can make a very wise decision before taking these vaccines. And I have no doubt many of them will not take it, but you got the brain dead ones that still will. I hate to call on that. Someone let me be, let me be a little nice, you know, brain dead. <laughs> anyway, they're going to, in other words, people are going to do it anyway. My point is I wanted to get this, this very important message out there and I'm going to do that. And one way or the other, it's going to take more than me doing it on my podcast. The point is, Parents need to be educated about both sides of the vaccine because they've only been told one side. The vaccine is safe and effective. That's the only thing they get. They never got no proof, proof of how is it effective or whatever. They never hear the other side. But these doctors, thank God for this doctor that's breaking down the cycles. And he's breaking down from back in the 90s, the cycles and the Comparing the vaccine to the unvaccine is the number one way to see does the vaccine work. Let me say this again. Comparing the unvaccinated with the vaccinated is the best way and the number one way to prove if those vaccines help you or hurt you. No doubt about that. I'm going to talk more about that in the next podcast. Real talk.
all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. Henson Shaving.com slash holiday.